Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 459 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 250b in Aramaic and in English. I just want to point out that today is the penultimate day of uh, the first section of the Zohar, Genesis. And uh, day after tomorrow, uh, we will be beginning uh, the book of Exodus which is volume four of the Pritzker edition. Um, so if you are following along in the Pritzker, um, you better uh, order it right now on Amazon uh, overnight. Otherwise, you won't have it uh, for the day after tomorrow. <clears throat> uh, and uh, I think I might post something on the Facebook page um, soliciting people's favorite passages from Genesis as some sort of a seum. Um, but uh, without without a vow. <laughs> uh, so today, as I said, we're going to be reading part one of the Zohar, page 250b. Uh, and I'm starting about a sentence into 250b, where I left off yesterday, where it says, V'tacha kos shel bracha, come and see, cup of blessing. <clears throat> Betahazi, Kos shall bracha behai it galian mili. You know what? Uh, somebody made a suggestion that I should read um, with with a Lernensteiger, with a with a learning melody. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use a little bit of a learning melody. Um, I hope it doesn't bother people, and uh, maybe some people will actually appreciate it. Betahaze koshel bracha, Mehayit galian milin ilain, Haha de anan bimearta, Ema haha it galia raza dir ticha kadisha, Koshel bracha bae, Le cablale biminaus mola, De inun safon vidarum, Vehosel bracha di he natil birchan. Minaihu man kos shel bracha da mitato shilishlomo deveinan de it yehiv bein safon le darohum uveinan la anachala bimina vegufa de it takin be vita kein be yashkach be bahu kos levar chale be arba birchan begin dechtiv tamid eine adonai elohecha ba mereshit shana ve ad acharit shana ishtakach bechos shel bracha raza dimnehemenuta tsafon vedarom mizrach umarav Ha reticha kadisha ufatora ben nahama begin de yit berich yit barach mikol citrin me ela umitata le ela beraza de hos shel bracha le it habra david malka be abahan ve yit barach le tata de yit barach Ibayit barach lechem oni, veyehe lechem panag, veha ukmua, veyit barach patorad barnash, 
להשתכחה מיני מזונת אדיר קמו כולו ונשקו ידוי אמרו בריך רחמנה דעל נהכה ושמנה מילין אילן נפקו מן מארתה ועזלו כד עלו במטה חמו איתך עירתה דבני נשא דמיתו דנפל ביתה עליהו יתבו וחמו דכסף דלאינון דמיתו עם אינון רומאי Concerning this, supernal matters have been revealed. Here, since we are in the cave, I will speak. Here is revealed the mystery of the holy chariot. Cup of blessing should be received by right and left, which are north and south, so that cup of blessing may obtain blessings from them. Who is cup of blessing? Bed of Solomon, which should be placed between north and south, and we should set it in the right hand, with the body aligned with it. And one should gaze upon that cup, blessing it with four blessings, for it is written, The eyes of Yudhevave, your God, are petrally upon her, from the beginning of the year till the end of the year. Deuteronomy 11.12 Thus, within the cup of blessing is found mystery of faith, north and south, east and west, holy chariot. The table with bread, so that it will be blessed on all sides, above and below. Above, through the mystery of the cup of blessing, joining King David with the patriarchs, and blessed below, for bread of poverty will be blessed, becoming pastry, and that person's table will be blessed, providing food constantly. <clears throat> They all rose and kissed hands, and kissed his hands, and said, Blessed is the compassionate one that we have entered here and heard these words. They emerged from the cave and walked on. When they entered the town, they saw a ring of people who had died from a house collapsing on them. They sat down and saw that there was mourning for those who had died, along with the Romans. <clears throat> Footnote 10, 19, Cup of Blessing, Supernal Matters. The supernal matters derive from the statement in Brachot 51a, Ten things have been said concerning the Cup of Blessing. It should be full. One takes it with both his hands and places it in the right hand. One fixes his eyes upon it. The chariot refers to the quartet of Sfirot, Chesed, Gevura, and Tiferet, which are identified respectively with the four directions, south, north, east, and west. Shekhinah, the cup of blessing, is held by Chesed and Gevura, the right and left hands. Shekhinah is likewise identified with the bed of Solomon, mentioned in the Song of Songs 3.7, <coughs> whose placement between Gevura, north, and Chesed, south, accords with the rabbinic tradition that a person's bed should be placed between north and south, i.e. aligned north by and south. By aligning the body with the cup, one ensures that Tiferet, trunk of the divine body, will be aligned with Shekhinah, By gazing at the cup while reciting the four blessings of grace after meals, one stimulates the divine eyes to gaze upon Shekhinah. Footnote 1020, table with bread. By keeping bread on the table during grace after meals, one ensures that Shekhinah, symbolized by King David, will be transformed from bread of poverty to pastry through her union with the spherotic triad of Chesed, Gvurah, and Tiferet. Symbolized by the patriarchs, this divine union not only enriches Shekhinah, but generates blessing below providing the earthly table with an endless supply of food. 
Footnote 1021, ring of people who had died. Rabbi Shimon had, Rabbi Shimon had foreseen this event and decided to remain in the cave because if he had come into if he had come to town, his merit would have prevented the disaster which killed two Roman informers. Oh, that's kind of... You're going to kill all those people just to kill those two Roman informers? I don't know. Uh, now Rabbi Shimon and the companions witness mourning, apparently for a number of Jews who had also died. Well, that's your fault, Rabbi Shimon. If you knew, you could have prevented it. That's a little weird. Okay, let's continue. Batach Rabbi Shimon ve'amar Vayavau ad goren ha'atad Mai goren ha'atad ela Hacha itremiz shaltanuta de itade mi mitzrahe Goren ha'atad da memana shultana de mitzrahe De itade mi kame shultanuta de Yisrael De hachamu Kemada at Amel, Melubashim, Begadim, Begoren, Velda, Vaispedusham, Misped Gadol, Vehaved, Vagomer, Alkain Karashema, Avel Mitzrahim, Deva died the Mitzrahim Hava, Ufahalav, the Yudai inun Elaine Bachian, Vafalgav de Mitube Yudai, Veilen Yudai. Il male havu yudai la mitu, vehevan de mitu kuchabrihu mechaper hovaihu. Amar rabishimon tahazei de ha yaakov afalgav de nafkat nishmate bimitzraim. Love birshuta achra nafkat. My tama kemadi it mal de la hava mi yomadi it alma arse shlemata ke arsa de yakov beshata de hava salik me alma venishmate miad it kashrat beatre veha okimna. Rabbi Shimon opened, saying, they came as far as Goran Ha'atad, threshing floor of the bramble, Genesis 15.10. What is Goran Ha'atad? Well, here is an allusion to dominion being eliminated from Egypt. Goran Ha'atad, threshing floor of the bramble, appointed authority of the Egyptians being removed in favor of dominion of Israel. For they saw, as is said, arrayed in robes at the threshing floor, 1 Kings 22.10. So there they held a great and heavy lamentation. Therefore it was named Avel Mitzrayim, mourning of Egypt. Genesis 50.10-11. For surely it was <coughs> of Egypt. Here too, this weeping is not for the Jews, although Jews died there. And these Jews, if they had been Jews, would not have died. What? And these Jews, if they had been Jews, would not have died. But because they died, the Blessed Holy One. These Jews, if they had been Jews, would not have died. But because they died, the Blessed Holy One has pardoned their sins. Rabbi Shimon said, come and see. Although Jacob's soul departed in Egypt, she did not depart in an alien domain. Why? As has been said, since the day that the world was created, there has never been a bed as perfect as the bed of Jacob at the moment that he was departing from the world, and his soul was immediately linked to her place, as we have established.
1022, what is Goran Ha'atad? Rabbi Shimon explains that at Goran Ha'atad, the Egyptians did not mourn primarily for Jacob, but rather for what they foresaw, the eventual end of their own domination over Israel. Therefore, the place was called Mourning of Egypt. The word Goran, threshing floor, alludes to power and authority, as indicated by the verse in Kings. Similarly here, the mourning in the town is not for the Jews who had died, but rather Romans mourning for the Roman informers and the eventual end of Roman domination. The clause, if they had been Jews, means, okay, now I get my explanation, means if they had been real, virtuous Jews, not the kind who consort with Romans. The context in Genesis 50:10 to 11 reads, They came as far as Goran Ha'atad, which is across the Jordan, and there they held a very great and heavy lamentation, and he performed mourning rites for his father seven days. The Canaanite inhabitants of the land saw the mourning in Goran Ha'atad, and they said, This is a heavy mourning for Egypt. Therefore it was named Abel Mitzrayim. The full verse in Kings reads, The king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, were sitting each on his throne arrayed in robes at the threshing floor by the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. On the connection between Goran, threshing floor, and authority, see the description of the Sanhedrin in Sanhedrin 4.3. The Sanhedrin was arranged like half a round threshing floor so that they could see one another. Sort of like the round table. Uh, footnote 1023, Rabbi, Je Rabbi sorry, Jacob's soul departed in Egypt. Although his soul departed in a foreign land, she, the soul, was not under the sway of demonic forces, which normally dominate outside the land of Israel. This was because Jacob's bed was perfect in two senses. First, because all of his offspring were worthy, and second, because he was now facing Shekhinah and flanked by the souls of Abraham and Isaac. Kind of reminds me of the end of Return of the Jedi. Uh, those two patriarchs symbolize, respectively, Chesed and Gevurah, who are integrated and completed by Jacob's Sfira Tiferet. Kadhava al Yaakov bimarta, Korechin de Ginta de Eden, Ishtakhu bimarta, Umearta Salka Nahora. Ushraga had dalik de hava dalik, vechad alu avahan legabe de Yaakov le mitzraim, le ishtakahu le ishtakaha ima, istalak nehora de shraga, kevanda al Yaakov bime alta, tav nehora de shraga le atre, kedenish delime alta mikol, mad itstrich, ve ad. Yome alma la kabilat me arta barnash achra vela yekabel. Venish matin de zakain i avran mikamaihu ve me arta. Begin de yit arun ve yachamun zara dishvaku be alma ve yechedun kame kuchabrihu. Amal Rabbi Abba, Chanita de Yaakov, my Ihu, Amal Le Zil Sheil Le Asya, Tachaze Ktiv, Vaitzav Yosef, et Avadav, et Harofim, Lachanot, et Aviv, Vayachantu Harofim, et Yisrael, Salkadatach, 
כי שאר בני נשאהבה חניתדה, איתמה בגין אורחה דאבדו, הכתיב, וימות יוסף בן מאה ועשר שנים, ויחנתו אותו. וישם בארון במצרים, הלא אזלו אימי באורחה דהתמן יתקבר, וכתיב ויחנתו אותו אל אורחה דמלכינינון, בגין לקיימה גופייהו חנתלון במשך רבות. אלא על כל משכין מעורב בבוסמין, ושבין לגוף היומה בתר יומה באהום משחטבה, ארבעים יומין כמדכתיב, וימלאו לו ארבעים יום, כי כן ימלאו ימי החנותין. בתר דאשתלים דא קיימה גופה שלים זימנה סגין, בגין דכל הווה ארה דכנען וארה דמצרים. מבלי גופה ומקרב לזמן זה עיר מכל שאר ארה ובגין לקיימה גופה עבדי דא. When Jacob entered the cave, all aromas of the Garden of Eden permeated it. The cave emitted light and a single lamp kindled, for it had kindled, but when the patriarchs entered Jacob's presence in Egypt to be with him, the light of the lamp withdrew. As soon as Jacob entered the cave, the light of the lamp returned to its place, and then the cave was complete with all that was needed. For all days of the world... The cave has never received another human being, and it never will. Souls of the virtuous pass before them within the cave, so that they will awaken and see the seed they have left in the world, and rejoice before the Blessed Holy One. Rabbi Abba asked, The embalming of Jacob? What is it? He replied, Go ask a physician. Come and see what is written. Joseph ordered his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. Genesis 52. Now, would you ever imagine that this embalming was like that of other people? If you say that it was done because of the journey, look at what is written. Joseph died 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. They didn't journey with him, for he was buried right there, yet it is written they embalmed him. Rather, this is customary for kings. In order to preserve their bodies, they are embalmed with anointing oil, finest of all oils, blended with spices, and they infused the body with that excellent oil day after day for forty days, as is written. Forty full days were spent on him, for such is the full time of embalming. Once this is completed, the body perdures intact for a long time. For the entire life, sorry, for the entire land of Canaan and the land of Egypt decay and decompose the body in less time than any other land. So in order to preserve the body, they do this. <clears throat> Footnote 1024, Jacob entered the cave, the, the cave of Machpelah, of course, purchased by Abraham as a family burial site and identified as the entrance to the Garden of Eden. 
The lamp apparently symbolizes Shekhinah, who had previously illumined the cave, but left it in order to join Jacob on his deathbed, along with Abraham and Isaac. Now that Jacob entered the cave, the lamp was rekindled. See Perketa Rebbe Eliezer 36. Abraham ran to fetch a calf for the three messengers visiting him, Genesis 18.7, but the calf ran away from him and entered the cave of Machpelah. So he went in after it, and there... He found Adam and Eve lying on their beds asleep with lamps burning above them and a fragrant, a fragrant aroma around them. Therefore, he desired to possess the cave of Machpelah as a burial site. See above, note 967. On the rekindling of the lamp, see Breshit Rabbah 6016. As long as Sarah existed, the lamp would burn in her tent from one Sabbath eve until the next. As soon as she died, it went out. As soon as Rebekah arrived, it returned. On the presence of Abraham, Isaac, and Shekhinah at Jacob's deathbed, see the preceding note. On the presence of Shekhinah in the cave, see above at note 891. Footnote 1025, cave has never received another. Jacob was the last person to be buried in the cave of Machpelah. However, when the righteous die on their way to the Garden of Eden, their souls pass before the patriarchs in the cave. Footnote 1026, go ask a physician. A doctor can explain the physical procedure of embalming, but... Rabbi Shimon offers a deeper meaning behind the embalming of Jacob and Joseph. <coughs> First, he rejects the notion that Jacob was embalmed simply because of the long journey from Egypt to the cave of Machpelah in Hebron, because this would not explain the embalming of Joseph, who was buried right in Egypt. Footnote 1027, 40 full days were spent on him on the embalming of Jacob. And that's it for today's reading. Tomorrow, again, is the last reading from the book of Genesis. So, uh, let's all have a party. Take care.